the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is paid for. He spent over 40 years in and around the restaurant industry. He's been an owner and an operator. He's a member of the Colorado Restaurant Hall of Fame. For over 30 years, his radio shows have been keeping you updated on the ever-changing Colorado restaurant scene, where he invites you to join him, both on the air and for meals at area restaurants. He's Mike Boyle, and this is The Restaurant Show. It's 406. I'm Mike Boyle, and we are back for the second hour of the restaurant show on News Talk 710 KNUS. It is Saturday, November 11th. Gorgeous day in Colorado. Veterans Day. You got your flag flying. Uh, if you happen to see a vet, you know, you might want to say hello. You might want to thank them. Uh, if you happen to be in line at the local coffee kiosk or wherever you might happen to be, and there's an active duty military member in front of you any time throughout the year, you know what, why don't you maybe just reach around and look at the cashier and say, I'll get that cup of coffee, I'll get that uh, sandwich for lunch, and uh, let them know that you appreciate their service. 303-696-1971. This just in, during the news break, I watched CU Buffs up in Boulder today lost on a last-second field goal to the University of Arizona. Um, that's the bad news. The good news is it was another sellout crowd at Folsom Field. I think that the energy, the enthusiasm, the Buffs are four and six. They won their first three games. They've now lost six of the last seven. Probably let a game or two get away that they maybe could have won. But uh, now they're four and six, and they've got two games on the road at Washington State and at Utah. And both of those teams have been nibbling around the top 25 throughout the course of the season. So uh, for those of us that hoped that the Buffs could maybe go six and six and get a secondary bowl bid, um, keep the faithful energized. I think that there's a better – yeah, they could win the last two games and go 6-6, but I think that the chances are – not being a prophet of doom here, but I think that the chances are probably fairly remote. But uh, you know what? I think that, uh, like I said, Deion Sanders has brought an energy to Boulder, to the campus up there, and uh, who knows? Maybe – you know what? Last year they were 1-11. 
So if they wind up four and eight or five and seven or from my lips to God's ears, six and six, um, I would have to say that that's a dramatic improvement and certainly maybe encourage some other athletes to come here and help take that program to the next level. Air Force is out in Hawaii. Of course, last week they got beat by Army at the Mile High Stadium in Power Field. Um, big crowd out there. I happened to see the crowd on television. They didn't not they they closed off the top deck, but boy, there were I don't know how many are in the first and second deck, but it's got to be what forty thousand. The stadium seats seventy five, uh, forty maybe even fifty thousand. Looked like a good crowd, but Air Force got beat. But they are over in Hawaii. That game will be later today. And uh, if I know how the University of Hawaii typically turns out for football. It should be another Air Force win. Let's take a break, and when we come back, we're going to play a brief interview that I did this morning for the Colorado Springs show. This signal for KNUS goes all up and down the front range. I've got people listening in Colorado Springs right now, but I've got an event. Maybe you live in Castle Rock or Lone Tree, and you may want to make a little of one of my driving trips sponsored by Castle Rock Autoplex next weekend. Check this out. We're going to talk with a guy that you know well when we come back on The Restaurant Show. Four minutes after four o'clock. Happy to have you with me. Uh, of course, we played that interview that I did with Santa. Santa called into my morning show on Salem Broadcasting uh, in Colorado Springs, and but I thought that you know what I was looking at the forecast. Supposed to be beautiful weather all week, all along the Front Range, including next Saturday. Supposed to be in the high fifties, and so. Uh, if there's no precipitation this week, if it's going to be good and dry, maybe some of you would like to either drive down to the, the Garden of the Gods Trading Post. Uh, they've got the Balanced Rock Cafe. It's the oldest trading post west of the Mississippi. And they've got everything in there from refrigerator magnets to southwestern art that costs thousands of dollars. It's really a lot of fun. And you can go into the Garden of the Gods. You can park. You can maybe go for a walk, a hike, maybe bring your bike, take a bike ride, and then come and enjoy the show on our sister station in Colorado Springs. And Santa will be there from 11 to 1. I I just told the folks at the Garden of the Gods Trading Post, they're wonderful. I've worked with them for years and years. We do an event every spring, and we do another one every late fall, early winter. Uh, In the spring, we want to remind folks that as their friends come out for the summer, it's a wonderful place to go. And then late fall, early winter, we always do one to remind you that is a great, great place to shop, especially if you want Colorado-type stuff. But uh, so I said, you know what, I, I, I know Santa. I know him pretty well. And uh, is it okay if I bring him out? So, yeah, he's going to be there next week, and there's no charge for pictures. Or uh, I suppose they do that at some of these Santa appearances. But I thought it would be kind of fun. And maybe you know somebody 
that you know what if you live in North Glen or Thornton or Westminster you may be saying well it's a little bit of a drive but maybe you know somebody in Castle Rock or Larkspur Monument Woodmore that area down there and I would like to go to the Garden of the Gods trading post so I thought we would just replay that interview to let you know um I am a guy that enjoys a nice salad. Now, it can be something that I make at home, uh, maybe just romaine, maybe, you know, add a, add a little bit of stuff to it. Uh, or it can be these, let's call them chef-inspired salads, gourmet salads. There is a restaurant that I went to this week called Crisp, C-R-I-S-P, and Green. And it is out of Minnesota. I'm looking at their website. We believe every community should have access to convenient, healthy choices that make a positive impact on our lives. Okay, I'm hip. This is where we come in. Founded in late 2016 by founder and chairman Steele Smiley, Crispin Green is an innovative, fast, casual restaurant that is changing the game in the wellness industry. When it says fast, casual, it's because it's set up on the, let's call it Chipotle model, where you walk in, there's a number of items that you can order. They've got a big wall with pictures of each of their bowls, and then... You walk through a line, and you can also make your own salad. You can customize it, or you can build from scratch your own. Give me a little of this. Give me a little of that. The website goes on to say we combine a delicious and sustainable chef-crafted menu featuring salads, grain bowls, smoothies, and more with genuine hospitality to give each and every guest an exceptionally crisp experience. We believe eating healthy is just one part of living crisp, and we are committed to providing wellness resources and events to create healthier and stronger communities. Okay, so let me tell you where they are, and then I will tell you um, about the dish I had this week. I've had a couple, I've, I've tried it a couple times. You know, there's also um, Mad Greens. Darden Coors is the boss of that. She does a wonderful job. Mad Greens does a great, their salads are really, really good. There's another company that has come to the Denver metro area called Sweet Greens out of Washington, D.C. Three guys going to college back there together uh, decided that they wanted everybody to eat healthy, and they started Sweet Greens. There's one on South Colorado Boulevard, just south of University Hills, right in the there's a little strip center now that's on some of the land that has Shea Artiste Theater. Um, you know where I'm talking about, almost to Hamden, almost to the Welshire Inn. But uh, they do a very good job. So I got a I got a call from their marketing people at Crispin Green, and I met them. They've got stores in Fort Collins, Boulder, Lakewood on West Colfax. There's one in Lowry and Colorado Springs, and one coming soon to Bellevue Station. I don't know. Where is Bellevue Station? I don't even know where that is. I think it's downtown, isn't it? So anyway, um, but uh, let me just tell you a couple of the items that um, that they have. I had a new chicken bacon 
ranch salad. Romaine, mixed greens, tomato, avocado, you like all of this stuff so far, cucumber, pickled onions, blackened chicken thigh, bacon, how can anything be wrong with bacon in it? And C&G, that's Crisman Green Ranch Dressing. It was really good, and it's really filling. And these things run $13, $14 for a salad, but it's a big salad. I mean, it's a meal. Um, they've got a classic chicken Caesar, the no-prob cob, spinach, kale, roasted chicken, avocado, egg, bacon, queso, fresco, jalapeno. I mean, I have not had that. I'm a big Cobb salad guy. I think, and, and you could tell that this is not the traditional where you typically have a bed of lettuce and then you have a row of bacon and a row of the egg and a row of the avocado slices. This is served in a bowl. And you know what? You just might want to check it out. Thai and stop me, obviously, with some Thai spices and a Thai peanut butter dressing. Um, grain bowls, and then they've got some uh, build-your-own bowls that you can do, so you just descend, de- depend on how many toppings you want, and you pay for it. But you know what? We are just Colorado right now is such a hot market for these restaurants that want to come here. They are... Uh, you know, our population is growing. Uh, these restaurant groups have to continue to grow. So um, that's one more for you to try. Another place that I went this week for the first time, I went to a place called Chicken Salad Chick, okay? And I I went to one. It, it's... It, your mom made your mom made chicken salad, right? Okay. Well, I like my some people like it with taste, some people like it chunked. I like chunked and I don't like I just could put a little mayonnaise in it. I don't need celery, I don't need all of that type of stuff. But chicken salad chick, um no, I I, I kind of enjoyed it. Uh, the earth didn't move when I met a friend of mine at the place. Um, let's see here. Our story. At the heart of Chicken Salad Chick are all the chicks who inspire us every day. The name flavors on the menu are named for real people in Stacy's life. Stacy apparently is the founder. She chose to create new spins on class- classic flavors in their honor to reflect their personalities and connections. When you walk in, it's it's kind of one of those places that um, looks like maybe you're, you're, you know, kind of like your grandmother decorated it. Remember how the grandma used to have a lot of frilly stuff around? But they've got, um, they've got Fruity Fran. Uh, they've got the Jalapeno Holly. These must be all her girlfriends. A Kick and K. A Buffalo Barkley. I guess she knows somebody named. Maybe she knows somebody named Buffalo. Maybe she knows somebody named Barkley. But at any rate, it 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 was good. Um, I I I just don't know that I need to go out for chicken salad. You know you know what I mean? Am I am I? I'm not I'm not I'm not being 
rude here, am I? But at any rate, I just wanted to let you know it was another place that I went to. And um, salad, sides, soup, signature sandwiches, some of the signature sandwiches. I had the... I can't even find what I had. Anyway, we've got to take a break. 303-696-1971. When we come back, I told you about the documentary that I watched this week. I'm going to tell you about a TV series I saw this week, and I'm going to share a couple of books I'm reading. That'll take us up to the next break. If you'd like to call in, love to hear from you tomorrow. I'm going to recap that wonderful event we had at India's restaurant last Sunday. Eric Manning, that great American, brought me some burritos. They were absolutely wonderful. It was great to see all of you. We'll talk about all of that and more when we come back on The Restaurant Show. Tonight, the model let me down. I could be holding you tonight. I could quit doing wrong and start doing right. Don't care about what I think Think I'll just stay here and drink Hey, putting you down won't square the deal All right, we're back on the Mike Ball Restaurant Show. Happy to have you aboard. Uh, be taking your calls tomorrow at 303-696-1971. We'll be back from 10 o'clock until noon. You know, I am a big fan of Michael Conley. Michael Conley is an author. I'm sure since he's one of the most popular in the country, many, many, many of you are familiar with his work. Um, he was a former crime writer with the L.A. Times, started writing in the mid-'80s, early to mid-'80s, uh, crime novels. And his hero was a LAPD detective named Harry Bosch. Uh, the books have sold like crazy. Harry Bosch and the books has morphed into retirement, working cold cases. TV came along and wanted him to do a TV series. So he created the TV series Bosch. But he moved Harry Bosch from being a Vietnam veteran to being a Desert Storm veteran, recently retired from the LAPD in the television series. And there is now another series called Bosch Legacy. So, Bosch went six seasons, ten episodes each. I loved it. Watched every single one of them. Then, when Bosch Legacy came out, he's now a private investigator. Season one, episodes one through ten, loved it. Episode, I beg your pardon, season two, episodes one through ten. It got released about, I don't know, six weeks ago. <clears throat> and the producers, how did they do that? I think they released the first two. Then the next week they released two. And then the two more, five and six, two more, seven and eight. And then last night, nine and ten to wrap up season two. And I loved it. I'm just telling you, if you like cop TV series, it's really very well done. The guy that plays Bosch is a guy named Titus Welliver. And... I guess I've seen him maybe in other stuff, but he's not one of the headliners. He's not Harrison Ford or Brad Pitt. And 
the casting is absolutely terrific. And I'm sure that these people that are in the series are stars in their own right, but they're not ones that you just become inundated with. You know what I'm talking about. But anyway, it is really, really well done. That leads me into a book. Um, Michael Connolly typically has come out with one book a year. That, you know, for some of the big boys, uh, the Steve Berries, uh, Janet Ivanovich, uh, she's a big girl. Um, they come out with one a year, but then what happens is the publicist starts saying, hey, can you knock out two a year? Some of them will get a guest writer. I guess you'd call it a guest writer, like Steve Berry. He came out with a book every November, and now he started coming out with one in about April or May, and he hired a guy named Grant Blackwood out of Fort Collins to help him with the writing. So they co-authored it. You know Jim James Patterson. He does a lot of co-authoring. I always get a little bit nervous about co-authoring because – I like the writing style of the author I read. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Well, anyway, Michael Connolly's November book it is, <coughs> pardon me, <coughs> is out. It's called Resurrection Walk, and it's actually a Lincoln Lawyer novel. Lincoln Lawyer is a spinoff from the Harry Bosch books. Harry Bosch is a police detective. Lincoln Lawyer is Mickey Haller. He is a guy that is an attorney, and he's actually, believe it or not, he's a half-brother of Harry Bosch, but they both, you know, the parent, their mother was dead. They were in foster homes, didn't know it until they met each other later in life. Anyway, there's a TV series out called Lincoln Lawyer, and it just completed season two, 10 episodes each and that's something there is so much garbage on television and I don't care whether you're talking about cable shows nationwide shows I don't care if you're talking about news broadcast or just regular programming so when these series come up and they're so well done I just thought I would share them with you so his November book, Michael Connolly's book, is a Lincoln lawyer novel called Resurrection Walk. And um, I, every November, I buy the brand new Michael Connolly book. He is one of the few authors I feel comfortable spending, although this wasn't bad. It's $30. Um, Barnes & Noble had 30% off, so that took it down to 21 uh, That's about what you're going to pay. I did have a gift card that some listeners had given me for Barnes & Noble, so I wound up getting out for about 13 bucks. But even if you're paying 21 for a brand-new hardcover book, um, that's probably what you're going to pay on Amazon, maybe 17 18 19 You might save a buck or two on Amazon, and you don't have to spend the gas to go down and buy the book. But uh, I'm looking forward to reading it. What I do every year, I get the new book. I read it, enjoy it, keep it in pristine shape, wrap it up in Christmas paper, send it to my daughter. <laughs> she knows the drill. She knows I've already got the book. She knows I've already read it. 
send it to her, and when she opens it, I tell her to please act surprised. So anyway, uh, I'm looking forward to getting into that. But first, I have got to finish The Dog Lady of Mexico, a heartwarming journey into animal rescue. I got a press release from a PR firm in Houston that helps a lady that rescues dogs on the island of Isla Mujeres off of Cancun. That is a true story, and she's been doing it for about 20 years. She's actually, uh, she actually has a home up in Boulder. Her name is Allison Sawyer, and um, so she wrote a novel that you cannot convince me. I have not asked her about this directly. I haven't spoken to her. Um, I shouldn't say that. I've spoken to her a little bit, but not enough to ask her this. I don't know. Uh, To me, it just seems very, very autobiographical. Um, But it's about a woman that uh, goes to Mexico, falls in love with Mexico, loves Mexico, loves the beach, the people, the colors, the the sun, the soul, all of this, what's not to love, and sees all these stray dogs, decides she's going to rescue them. I can tell you this, you know, the Bailey, the Mexican street dog, my dog followed my daughter home as just a little guy, just a little street dog, uh, looked at her and said, I'm going to be her dog. She's going to be my human. And we eventually brought him up here to Castle Rock, where he's asleep on the couch right now here in the um, studio here at the house. But at any rate, Mexico's hard on dogs. Third world countries are third on dogs. Mexico is a very much developed country. However, um, the culture just doesn't treat animals quite like we treat them here. So um, I can tell you that when I've been in Sayulita visiting my daughter when she was living there, La Cruz, Bucerias, Puerto Vallarta, there's dogs all over the place. And quite often there'll be a vet or a church or a do-gooder who will arranged to take in these strays, get them spayed, get them neutered, in the hopes that there just won't be this incredible explosion, this incredible proliferation of stray animals. And that doesn't mean that some of them don't live in a house or live at a house or have somebody that knows about them. But, you know, if money's a little tight, sometimes... The animals don't get quite as much care as, as 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 you might like. So that is what the dog lady of Mexico is about. I heard from a PR firm in Houston that apparently has represented this lady for a number of years pro bono. She sent me the book, and um, it's really. It's really a very accurate description. It really helps you understand. You know what? When we get on a plane and we fly to Mexico and we go to a beautiful beachfront resort, we really just don't think about what goes on in some of the villages um, with not only the people, but the animals. So I'm in the process. I've got maybe another 50, 60 pages in the book. Um, but it, it, it talks a little bit about some of the challenges they face 
probably some of the same challenges that I face a little bit when I take the baseball equipment that you give me. You land at the airport, and you have to explain to a custom agent. It's not like I brought this stuff to open a good um, sporting goods store. It's not like I bought this stuff to sit on the beach and sell it on eBay. It's stuff that we're using to help start baseball programs in villages. Well, she's bringing medical supplies. She asked people to bring medical supplies. And uh, matter of fact, if you'd like, I can tell you how to get a hold of her um, because somebody shows up at the airport with hundreds and hundreds of dollars of syringes and gauze and medical supplies and so forth. Sometimes getting that stuff through customs can be a challenge, but she writes it all in this novel, which I'm sure is really Allison Sawyer's story. All right, let's do this. Let's go ahead and take our final break. Um, coming up this week, the book club. Coming up next Saturday, Garden of the Gods Trading Post. The week after that, Thanksgiving. We're going to introduce you to Randy Corcoran. All that when we come back on The Restaurant Show. Bars are all closed. It's four in the morning. I must have shut them all down by the shape that I've been. All right, it's not four in the morning. It's 4.54 in the afternoon. The sun has set. Yeah, the days are short. The nights are long. I can't wait for December 21st when the winter solstice starts getting those days longer again. But I guess we'll just all have to suck it up. Just did a spot for the Black Eyed Pea. Black Eyed Pea Thanksgiving is one of their biggest days of the year. They open early. They open at 10 o'clock and they serve until 4. After that, everybody goes home because people are full. They're relaxing. They're watching football. And they're having a wonderful, wonderful time together. Their menu is just $24. It includes an entree, two vegetables, homemade rolls, and dessert. So when you get your entree, you can choose from roasted turkey breast dinner, a old-fashioned country ham, slow-cooked pot roast, or you can have the Thanksgiving combo where you choose two, turkey breast, country ham, or pot roast. I always get the turkey and country ham because when you're a bachelor, you just don't cook a ham. You just don't cook a turkey. So I let them do the cooking and always, and they give me big portions. I wind up maybe sitting outside in the patio if it's going to be a nice day because the dog likes to sit with me, and then I always wind up bringing it home. So those are the entrees, the turkey breast, the country ham, the pot roast, or the combo. Then it comes with two vegetables, and you can choose from mashed potatoes. I love their mashed potatoes. Green bean casserole. Potatoes au gratin. My dad used to make potatoes au gratin. He did such a wonderful job. I might have potatoes au gratin this year. Whipped sweet potatoes, glazed carrots, green beans, sweet kernel corn, homemade stuffing. I'm going to have the stuffing. I love the stuffing. I put some brown gravy on it and macaroni and cheese. Then you get your homemade rolls 
and you get your dessert, which is a slice of pumpkin pie, a slice of pecan pie. I'll go with the pumpkin pie. Or you can get the cherry cobbler with ice cream. All of that for only $24. Two entrees, I beg your pardon, an entree, two vegetables, homemade rolls, and dessert. And then they have... Um, they have some wines, you know, Josh Sellers, only 7 bucks, only 8 bucks, depending on the size of the glass. They've got a Cabernet, a Merlot, or a Chardonnay, White Zin, for those of you that enjoy White Zin. So there's that. There is the buffet at View House Restaurant. It is a beauty. Make a reservation. India's Restaurant will be serving for $25.95 a... Um, or you can eat buffet in the evening. It'll go from 5.30 to 8.30. I would suggest you give them a call for a reservation. Um, <coughs> it's a part Getting them all choked up here. It's a busy, busy, busy day for them, Thanksgiving evening, when they do that at India's restaurant. If you would like to give them a call, I can give you the number here of Chris Kapoor. The restaurant is 303-755-4284. All right, that pretty much wraps it up for today, folks. Um, I know that Randy Corcoran is coming along. He's going to be talking about the defeat of Proposition HH. I'm sure that there's plenty of stuff going on in the Republican Party. Ken Buck, of course, is not going to seek re-election. I'm sure that Randy will have all the latest on that. But what we're going to do is uh, come back tomorrow with another show from 10 o'clock until noon. I like to talk to people on Sunday. It just seems like a fun day to relax and talk to people. So we're going to do that from 10 o'clock until noon. We're going to recap the India's restaurant event last week and remind you that uh, the calendar is starting. I'm going to really make an effort to have two or three or four events where we get you a great meal and a great deal sometime between now and the end of the year and then after the new year, January, February, March, I think we're going to really ramp it up and uh, start getting back to getting you some of those meals and some of those deals that you have enjoyed for over 30 years here with the show on Denver Radio. All right, so the out song is Zach Brown's Toes. I got my toes in the water, my butt in the sand, not a worry in the world, a cold beer in my hand. Um, he says adios, vaya con Dios, goodbye, go with God, have a great rest of your day. And one of the things that he says at the end of the show is that, uh, you know what, it's really a great, great life. And I'll tell you, we are blessed. And we've got plenty of stuff to be thankful for as we come into the Thanksgiving and holiday season. All right, like I said, Randy Corcoran coming up on the restaurant. I beg your pardon, on the uh, Randy Corcoran show. He will take you on up until 8 o'clock. Enjoy that show, and I'll talk to you tomorrow at 10 o'clock. I'm Mike Boyle, and this is the restaurant show on Newsbox 710. K-N-U-X. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.